0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Friday, November 5th, 2022, and this is episode number 45, and we're going to be talking about our routines today. I think this is an important topic. It kind of goes along with what we were talking about last Friday with consuming versus creating. I do apologize in advance. Harley Quinn is playing with toy right now, and I feel bad making her stop just because I'm recording. So hopefully she'll stop squeaking it soon. I can throw it and then she'll run around instead of squeaking it at me. So. There's that. Harley Quinn's a fun, happy girl (laughs) playing in the background here. So we'll get into the episode. So when I say routines, I mean what you do in the morning and what you do in the evening. I think those are two super important times of the day that can make or break you, make or break how your day goes, make or break how well you sleep, make or break where your life is going. I think routines are... Amazing, I will say, I don't know if it's possible to have like a perfect routine. I think you can get it really good for where you're at. And that's amazing. But I don't think it's possible to have one perfect routine that's going to fit everybody and what you need for each and every day. So today it's going to be more of let's evaluate what you do. Let's talk about what you can do different, what you can add to your routine or change about your routine. And I would love to hear from you and what it is you're actually doing and what you'd like to do different, what you're going to try and experiment with. So we'll start with your morning routine. When you first wake up, that alarm goes off. I know I've definitely been one of those people that alarm goes off grab the cell phone I don't usually go to social media but I'll definitely check the weather I'll definitely check my email and next thing I know by the time I'm like reading deals on some email 15 minutes has gone by and I haven't even really gotten out of bed yet (laughs) or I get distracted like petting my animals so I mean that's not a bad thing to have as a morning routine Especially because the dog that I have, Harley Quinn, she is not really a morning dog. So if I just lay in the bed, she'll just lay in the bed with me when my alarm goes off and I turn the lights on. (laughs) So she sometimes prefers belly rubs to coax her out of bed in the mornings instead of just getting up by herself. So what you do in the morning sets you up for success. And I don't mean the second your alarm goes off. That is part of it. But I also think there's more to it than that. What you do in the morning for yourself as a morning routine is completely up to you. It can take you five minutes to do whatever it is you wanna do. It can take you an hour or more, whatever you need to get going for the day. So there are so many great options out there for a morning routine. I'm gonna kinda talk through some of them and you might already be doing some of these things in the morning and you may not even realize that is good for you physically, mentally, emotionally. So something really great you can do is journal. And it doesn't have to be like a dear diary kind of thing where you write your deepest, darkest secrets first thing in the morning in there. That is not what I mean at all. You can journal about basically anything. You can journal about the goals that you want to achieve for the day or the goals you want to achieve in life and how you're going to work towards that today. You could journal about the day, set the intention. What do you want your day to look like? I want today to be a day where I show up and I'm present for my family. I want today to be a day where I am calm at work and I don't let the stress get to me. You can journal about all of that. You can also journal about your dreams, which kind of goes in with goals. You know, you should be turning your dreams into goals so you know that you're achieving them. But you can just have dreams for the future. You can also journal about the dreams you just had last night. If you are the kind of person that dreams, I'm the kind of person that dreams, and I've got very vivid dreams. Like I definitely am a visual person. So in my dreams, I see things. So sometimes it would be cool to write down what it is that I was dreaming, because some of it I'm sure would be very interesting to reread down the road. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but if you have dreams, You remember them kind of when you first wake up sometimes, but then by the end of the day, you have usually no clue what it is that you dreamed about. And if you have a clue, it's barely a clue compared to when you first woke up. So if you're going to journal about what you dreamed, what you dreamt about the night before, the time to do it is first thing in the morning when you first wake up. You could also journal about gratitude and just wake up journal, be in that place of gratitude. I am grateful for my animals. I am grateful for the roof over my head. I am grateful for where I live. And when you're doing this gratitude practice, it can be one thing a day that you write down. It can be five or three or 10 or 15, but I want you to actually feel the gratitude and don't just go into complete robot mode where you're writing down the same five things every day, I'm grateful for family, I'm grateful for friends, I'm grateful for my job, I'm grateful for my animals, I'm grateful for my house, and move on to the next thing, I want you to actually pause in between each one that you're writing and feel it. Now, it's okay if it's the same, maybe you wanna write down three things a day and you rotate between five things as what you're grateful for. That's okay, as long as you're actually feeling it So that's a great way to kind of set up the day for success. A great routine you can develop is journal in the morning. Writing down three things you're grateful for and actually feeling it will probably take you five minutes or less. So that's a quick, easy thing you can add to your morning routine or switch out cut the social media off 5 minutes sooner so you can come from a place of gratitude there's lots of options on that one another great thing you can do as a routine in the morning is movement moving your body somehow whether that's walking or working out maybe it's stretching whatever it might be it doesn't have to be for super long you don't have to work out for an hour or more every day if you don't want to you can Move your body for five minutes. Go stretch for five minutes. Maybe you have really tight calves and you just need to roll your calves or stretch your calves for two minutes in the morning and it'll set your day up, set your calves up, set your feet up for a much better day. So we talked about journaling, movement. The next one is meditation. You could totally meditate in the morning. Get again, doesn't have to be for 30 minutes. It could be for five minutes. It could be for one minute. You can do it in your car if you're sitting outside of work in the mornings and you get there a minute early. You can do it after once your alarm goes off. You can do it at any point. I have a whole episode about meditation, all different types of meditation you can try. So I'm not going to go too deep down the rabbit hole of how to meditate, but just know that that's a great thing to add into a morning routine because meditation really does help it really does help with your stress levels with your anxiety and it makes a difference mentally for you as well you can if you're kind of into the woo stuff which I definitely am and you have maybe a tarot deck or an oracle card deck you could totally pull a card in the morning you could just pull a card see what the cards tell you you can also pull a card for the day and see what. If there's some kind of message or a theme for the day you should be having, I won't go too far into tarot cards and oracle cards, but if that's what you're into, you know who you are, and you may have more than one oracle or tarot card deck, I know I do. So you can also, another thing for your morning routine, you can plan for the day ahead. So Maybe you don't really have a good plan set up, but you take five minutes in the morning to say, okay, these are the three things, five things that I want to accomplish today. Here's when I'm going to do them. And that's it. And we're going. You can also read first thing in the morning, whether that is reading maybe an article of some sort from a newspaper, article online, maybe you research something online, read a book that you have that you're working on, you can listen to a podcast. There are so many podcasts out there, all different types of themes, all different types of things you can learn as well. Certain ones are meant to put you in the right frame of mind. So those are great morning routine options, journaling, movement, meditation, pulling a card if that's what you're into, planning for the day ahead, reading, listening to a podcast, you do not have to do all of these things. You don't even have to do most of these things in your morning routine. Maybe you like tea or coffee and you want to drink your tea or coffee kind of in silence by yourself for five minutes. You don't want to put on a meditation, but I think that could be a form of meditation. If you're sitting there just sipping your coffee or tea and letting your mind kind of go still and quiet for a little bit maybe that's all you want to do as a morning routine and that's okay so I will talk about what my morning routine looks like I'm trying to improve my own morning routine because I think it is really important so right now when my alarm goes off I'm not the best about getting out of bed immediately. I'm not one of the people that just jumps right out of bed the second the alarm goes off. Part of it is I can trust myself not to fall back asleep. So I'm okay with just kind of laying there for five minutes and stretching a little and petting my animals. And I said before, checking the weather, maybe checking my email, and I'm not actually going to go back to sleep. But I will say I'm working on cutting that time down because some mornings, if I'm feeling real tired, it can take me 10 or 15 minutes to get out of bed. So my goal is to cut it down to five or less every morning. One of the things I'm going to start implementing again, I love Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins is a great motivational speaker. She's written books. You could find her stuff almost anywhere. But Mel Robbins, she's got Like a method, she calls the five second rule. I know I've brought this up in other episodes, but I think it's worth mentioning here because this is something I plan on using for myself in the mornings to help me get out of bed a little quicker. So, what the five second rule is, you basically count yourself down. If you are laying in bed and you're thinking to yourself, Oh my God, I'm just so tired. I really don't want to get up right now. You tell yourself, Okay, I'm getting up in five, four, three, two, one and then you get out of bed. You don't give yourself a chance to second guess. You don't give yourself a chance to pause and go, Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. No, you do five, four, three, two, one. And you actually do whatever you said you're going to do. Maybe you're watching Netflix at night and they automatically go to the next episode, but you know you should go to bed. Count yourself down. Okay, I'm turning it off in five, four, three, two, one and shut it off and get off the couch. So that's a tool that you can use to kind of help in the mornings if you need it. Maybe you don't. So once my alarm goes off and I get out of bed, I do have to take care of my animals first. I know I mentioned Harley Quinn will just kind of lay there with me because she totally will. But my big fat cat, Rumpelstiltskin, will not just lay there in bed with me. <laughs> he starts to throw a fit if I don't get up and feed him, especially because this year I'm trying to help him lose weights. So when I say big fat cat, he is 22 pounds. My little girl cat is nine. So he weighs a lot more than she does. So his goal is to only be double her size and not more than double her size. So I want him to lose like four or five pounds. So he's on this weight management food and I only feed him a certain amount in the morning and a certain amount in the evening. Is it actually working? I don't know. I tried to weigh him this week. It did not go good for me. (laughs) He hates being held is his issue. My little black cat, Selena, loves to be held. I could carry that cat all around the house and she wouldn't care. But the big fat cat, you try to pick him up. Oh, he freaked out so bad that the scale just said E. As I was holding him, it wouldn't even give me a weight. So I don't know if the diet's actually working for him, but we're trying. So in the mornings, he is all about the food. And what I find is he is so food driven. He will even wake me up on the weekends to feed him if he thinks I've slept in a little too late for his personal tastes. Um, so usually what he does is he, is a really loud purr purring cat so he will come lay right next to my ear purr in my ear and he also drools so he will then start drooling like in my face like on my face and sometimes if that doesn't get me up and make me mad at him he will start chewing on my hair and like those three things put together I just can't I have to get out of bed he is too much so he knows what to do to get me out of bed and yeah he does it so I do take care of the animals first you know I let my dog go to the bathroom I feed the cats I feed the dog I my dog has medication so I give her the medication I scoop litter boxes so that definitely takes a little bit of time in the morning I also work out six times a week at least for about 30 minutes I just got into triathlons this past year. So I do a mix of like swimming, biking, running with some core work. And I'm trying to work on bringing strength training back in as well. So I try to balance taking care of all of them, taking care of myself, you know, brushing my teeth, going to the bathroom, getting dressed, that kind of thing. I do all of that first thing in the morning. Then my next thing I would do is go right to working out. And then I would go right after that to stretching showering taking harley for a walk so she goes to the bathroom and then i'm going to work and i wouldn't take any time to like sit there (laughs) breathe what am i doing for the day and what are my intentions so i've started i still get up take care of the animals but before i go into workout stretch shower walk go to work mode i pause before my workout And I take, at this moment, 10 minutes to do some work. I do some journaling. So what I'll journal about is gratitude. I pick five things every morning that I'm really grateful for. I will feel those five things. I also do pull a card in the mornings, at the moment anyway. I pull a card and I'll journal about the card a little bit. And then I will take a look at my plan for the day and say okay I'm gonna do these two things during lunch today and the rest of it will be right after work and then we get started we go into workout mode and everything else from there so I've trying to figure out how to add some more to my routine but I don't want to get up an hour earlier to do a bunch of this stuff so I needed to figure out a way to streamline setting myself up for success where I'm taking the time to breathe, taking the time to set my intention and go from there. So there is no right or wrong way to have a morning routine. There's no right or wrong way to do it. I think it's important that you're intentional with what you're doing in the morning instead of just reacting, instead of just reacting to what you see on social media or reacting to what's on the news or reacting to your animals or your kids' needs or your spouse's needs. I think it's important you take at least five or 10 minutes to set yourself up, set your day up for success. So I've had, well, move on to your evening routine. So I love an evening routine because to me, it sets your day up for a high note and it can help you fall asleep depending on what you do as an evening routine. So some of the things you can do in the evening are very similar to what you can do in the morning. So you can also journal in the evening goals, how your day was, gratitude for the day. You know, I'm grateful for this person. I'm grateful that this happened today. You can do movement again in the evening, walking, stretching. Maybe you like working out at night. You can read your book. You can listen to a podcast, meditate, pull a card. You can plan for the day ahead. You could drink tea again if you like tea. Just make sure it's not tea with caffeine in it or that might keep you up. You can also pray if you are religious and into prayer. So there are so many things you can do in the evenings to kind of help wind down. So I don't mean you need to have a routine scheduled from the second you get off work until you go to bed. That'd be a very long routine. But if you give yourself kind of like a 10-minute winding down or a 30-minute winding down routine, I think it will really help. So there are many, many studies out there that show staring at a screen, so a computer screen, a TV screen, a phone screen, and trying to go right to bed, the lights from those screens make it really hard on your brain to go right to bed. So by taking the time to journal, or read or pray, meditate, move your body by going for a walk to get yourself away from that screen is going to help you fall asleep, which will help you feel better, be healthier, be stronger, and set your morning up for success. So all of this is connected, which is one of my favorite themes across the board is that everything is connected. Well, here it is again. How you set your evening up sets your sleeping up which sets your morning up how you set your morning up sets your evening up which sets your sleeping up because if your morning is hectic and frantic and crazy and you're running around and freaking out your evening is probably going to kind of feel the same way or you're going to be so burnt out in the evening that all you're going to be able to do is sit down put your feet up and watch tv and then you're going to try to go right to bed after that and you're not going to fall asleep And then you're going to wake up tired and then you're going to be running around frantic and crazy. You see how it's just this vicious cycle. So 10 minutes makes a difference in the morning and in the evening with whatever it is you're trying to do. So I will talk about what I do in the evenings to try to wind down. So I do walk my dog at night, but I do it right after I eat dinner. Kind of gets me moving after work. I do have a desk job where I sit down all day. So it's nice to get moving, get outside. But then I kind of take a break and I'm a little flexible after I walk Harley with if I need to run to a store or if I need to cook something or bake something or record a podcast episode, whatever it might be, write my books, do some knitting or make some bracelets, whatever it is. I'm flexible. I've got time built in there where I can do whatever I need to do. Maybe I have to do laundry or clean something. So, but before bed is when I start to fall into that routine where I'm winding down before I fall asleep. So I'm also working on my evening routine because it's not where I want it to be yet. I do find I'm one of those people where if I put the TV on because I'm working on knitting for a Christmas present or I'm working on bracelets and I could have the TV on in the background And I tell myself, okay, at eight o'clock, we're shutting the TV off. I'm going to start to wind down. And sure enough, it auto plays to the next episode and it's eight o'clock. And I'm like, I'm not that tired. I can, you know, get, be done at 8.15 instead. And what do you know? 8.15 turns into 8.20, which turns into 8.30. So I'm definitely trying to keep myself to a strict, if I say eight o'clock, I mean eight o'clock not very easy to do, but I'm working on it. So what I do right now before bed, I try to give myself at least a half an hour. If I have more time, great. If I don't feel that tired and want to spend more time doing my evening routine, great. But I try to give myself about 30 minutes. So I also pull a card in the evening, an oracle card. I have this great like shaman deck. It is beautiful and it's something I like doing. So I'll pull a card, I'll journal about it for a little bit. When I say a little, I mean like five to 10 minutes. Now we're moving on to the next thing. My goal every day is to read at least five pages in a book, whatever book it is that I'm reading. So after I do a little card pull, that's kind of when I get to be intuitive and have some fun. Then I'll read my book where I get to kind of learn something, relax a little bit. So reading a minimum of five pages The book i'm reading now is a small book like literally size wise it's small so five pages doesn't take me that long to read the book maybe 10 minutes tops so we're talking 20 minutes there total and then i'll meditate and the meditations i do i try to keep them to 10 minutes or less as well so there's my 30 minutes but if i'm reading my book and i love it and want to keep reading i keep reading if i feel like doing a longer meditation I do a longer meditation. If I feel like doing, pulling three cards instead of one, I pull three cards instead of one card. So I allow my evening routine to be a little more flexible because I do try to build more time in at night compared to the morning where it's a very, feels almost strict with my time where I have to get up at this time so I could be working out at this time so I could walk Harley at this time so I could get you know whatever it is to the gym at this time so I can get to work at this time but in the evening I don't have as rigid of a time structure so that feels kind of nice to be able to relax a little bit so I think 10 minutes makes a difference in the morning and in the evening you deserve 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening, at least to yourself. Now that doesn't mean you have to completely be separate from your whole family and lock yourself in a different room for a minimum of 20 minutes a day. You don't have to do that. Some of this stuff you can totally do with your kids in the room, with your spouse in the room, you know, like if you're reading your book, they can be in the room. If you are working on planning ahead for the day, depending on how noisy they are, they can maybe be in the room while you're planning ahead for the day. There are things you could do with them. Maybe you go for a walk with your family. Maybe you stretch, get on the floor and stretch with your family and they'll stretch with you. Maybe you can get your spouse into meditating with you. That might be really cool as well. So you don't have to do this completely by yourself, far away from all your family. (laughs) You can incorporate them into your routine if that's important to you. Or if you need some me time, that's okay too. So I think it's important to have routines, but I also think it's important to be flexible. Like in the evenings, I mentioned how if I have more time and I'm not that tired, I do more. But if I'm exhausted... I do less. If I am dead beat tired, I will skip the card pull, sometimes skip the reading, maybe just meditate. Sometimes I'll skip the meditation and just read. Sometimes I'll skip all of it and just go right to bed if I'm that tired. I will say the same thing in the morning. Like if I know So how do I phrase this the right way? So I've got a nice set routine. Like I would love to work out for a full hour every day. That's my goal. But there are some nights where I've got a late meeting and I don't get home till nine o'clock at night. And my animals want to cuddle me for a little bit before I go to bed. And I want to read a little to unwind after the meeting. So I'm not getting to bed till 10, 1030. I'm not getting up at four. To get everything done so I could work out for an hour. So I could walk Harley for a full 30 minutes. So I can take 10 minutes to journal. I will shorten some things. My workout will go from one hour to 30 minutes. Walking Harley will go from 30 minutes to 15 minutes. Like I'll do, I'll modify my routines based on what it is that I know I need. Just like working out. My goal is six days a week. But if I am super sore... From a workout a day or two ago, I will absolutely take an extra rest day. Not a big deal. So I want you to have that same grace with yourself, with your body, to know when enough is enough. Now, if you're just tired, maybe you need to get more sleep. Maybe you need to skip the workout because you are so tired. But I don't want you to think just because a muscle is kind of sore because you worked out. That should be an excuse to stop working out because I don't think that's true either. I think there has to be a fine line between holding yourself accountable and giving yourself the grace you need to listen to your body and listen to you. What do you actually need? So I think these morning routines are not one size fits all. I think even if you have what you consider the perfect routine set up already, you can reevaluate. You can always change your routine as you're going. I don't expect you to set a routine today and still be doing that exact same routine 25 years down the road from now. I expect it to grow and change with you, with what you're doing, with what you want from life. I think that's important. I also think today is Friday, so you're going into the weekend. Now is the time to experiment with your morning routine going into the weekend when you have the extra 10 minutes in the morning to sit there and try journaling see if you like it. Maybe you don't like it try to journal about something else see if you like that instead. Maybe you try meditating in the morning, maybe you try stretching in the morning see how that feels. There are so many things you can try and experiment with especially with being the weekend, try to change not just your morning routine but the evening one. Try to give yourself the time to unwind in the evening, on the weekends, see how you like it. And if you find something you kind of like and you're kind of excited about, great. Figure out how you can incorporate that during the work week when things are a little more chaotic and hectic. What can you do? How can you squeeze in five minutes of whatever it is you need to decompress, de-stress, unwind, and be the best version of you? You deserve to show up every day as the best version of you. You deserve it. Your family deserves it. Your family deserves the best version of you. Your co-workers deserve the best version of you. Nobody deserves the stressed out, anxious, upset, exhausted version of you. Now, if that's the version of yourself that you are right now, That is okay. Do not beat yourself up for where you are, but know that you have the power to make the changes in your life that you need to be the best version of yourself. You have that power. You can change your morning routine, even if that means setting your alarm 15 minutes earlier. So you can meditate for five minutes, journal for five minutes, and stretch for five minutes. And if that's what sets your day up right, do it. Wake up 15 minutes earlier. Either you get 15 minutes less of sleep or you go to bed 15 minutes earlier. Whatever you have to do, you deserve to be the best version of you. The world deserves the best version of you. And I think your routine sets you up for that, to be the best version of you. That is all I have for today about routines and being the best version of who you are. I think it's super important. I hope you got something from this episode. Maybe you're going to try something new. I would love to hear what you're currently doing, what you're excited about trying. You can comment on some of the social media posts. You can message me on social media as well, or you can email. You can find my email address on my website, the happy hippie homestead com. You can also find the podcast feed there too if you want to share it with anybody. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. We'll have some more amazing content next week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Please feel free to like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. You can also leave a review on your podcast player of choice. If you really like this podcast, that will help as well. We are being heard by a lot of people. Last week, I think we hit 102 people listened to the podcast. Now, it wasn't 102 per episode, just 102 total, which is great. I love it. Triple digits. That's actually the biggest week we've had so far since we've launched in August. So thank you to every single one of you that listens Thank you for sharing it. If you have shared it, you guys are amazing and you are why I'm doing what I do. You know, I work full time and I put these episodes out three times a week. I do not get any kind of payment for this, at least not at the moment. It's just something that I enjoy doing and that I'm passionate about helping you live a better life, helping you be the best version of you. Whether you homestead or you don't homestead, I think some of this applies to everybody. So feel free to check us out next week for some more amazing content.